0: The Lakers on Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. So today, I decided to bring in a Lakers fan, Aldo. Thank you for joining the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Ray G.
0: Hey, no problem. I definitely talked to Aldo and told him, hey, I want to start incorporating Lakers fans more often into this show because this show is for the Lakers fans. It's not just for me to get off my frustration. It's for everybody, all the Laker Nation. So This upcoming season, season two, definitely going to see and hear more Laker fans on this podcast. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. So Aldo, the Lakers season, what does this mean to you?
1: A lot. I mean, uh, winning number 17 was, you know, like getting a lot of pressure off your chest. Mm -hmm. It was amazing seeing LeBron and AD write their names in our franchise's history. There was a lot of pressure and a lot of you know, on their shoulders, pressure and weight on their shoulders to get the job done, and not to mention the pandemic. And unfortunately, we lost Mamba this year, Mamba and Cita. Mamba and so we had to get it done for them. And it was a really satisfying win because in the end, we also had to deal with the media, with the haters, and everybody who yes. overhyped other teams. And so this win, this season was very difficult and going against everybody who hated us big time.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Big
0: it was, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with it. Um, I think this is obviously the best outcome for us fans, um, for the city of Los Angeles. Um, I know you're abroad, and I'm here in Dallas, Texas. And, you know, with that being said, we're, we're, we're part of Laker Nation where people don't love us where we at. You know say, so But we got to represent for our city. You know, it's a
1: lot of Mavericks fans around me. <laughs> definitely. Definitely because if you don't run, it's like you're leaving your team behind and you always want to support your team. You want to support your hometown always.
0: Right, right. So, you know, for this 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 season for me was a great season. Um, just the fact that they had to come through so much adversity to get this ring makes it that much sweeter. And you have people that say, oh, there's an asterisk next to it. Why? Why would why would people say that? Just like uh Pat Raleigh, didn't he say that? I I think so. Yes he
1: did. He did recently. He did recently and it was why? Why are but, you gonna say that? This <laughs> ring was well earned, this ring was well earned. We had to go through Kobe's death, mm-hmm. media hating us, rivals hating us, we had to go through losing game one against Portland, fighting hard against Houston. Fighting double harder against Denver, and Jimmy did not want to go away until six games in the finals. Nope, so, nope. This was super tough. Those yes. who say it was easy and an asterisk and a cakewalk, I'm sorry, but it wasn't. We even had to deal with we even had to deal with slander after losing twice to the Clippers, twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, when we came back, we beat them at full strength. And we beat them again at the restart, the start of their downfall.
0: Right. (laughs) That is right. And definitely I'm going to save a little bit because we got to get into this Clippers thing because, man, honestly, I've dug into the Clippers a little bit, just a little bit, you know, but I think it's going to be much more funner if I can do it now. After we win the 17th championship in which everybody thought the Clippers was going to get and we went ahead and snatched it up on them. So we definitely gonna, – I'm going to hold off on the Clippers right now for sure, but we're going to get back to the Clippers. Um, so I know I asked you what this season mean. What does this championship mean to you? We have now tied the Boston Celtics for 17 championships apiece. How do you feel about that?
1: Amazing. I mean, it's uh, literally the one team that has a winning record against us. Mm-hmm. We tied them in their own game. They were saying that they were unbeatable and nobody could catch up. We did it. And right. we did it by working hard, going against everyone and everybody. And it's a feeling that makes you as a Lakers fan proud, especially knowing the fact that people are going to hate you because you're repping a team that in their eyes is just pure Hollywood. When It's the opposite way around. Laker fans in uh, our majority were actually humble and respectful. We're not that cocky and loud like they paint us to be.
0: Right. But we are when we need to be, though, because I was waiting on them receipts. When that clock hit zero and we won that chip, I was like, yes, I need all the receipts, every single one of these receipts, because the way that they painted this team the whole season was utterly ridiculous, like yeah. just ridiculous. You know, they didn't give them no credit for anything, like anything. And that's, like I said, that's going to kind of lead us into our next topic of the media. Um but it's just the fact that, you know, this team was doing everything right. They were doing everything right. And not one person besides Shannon Sharp. And um, yeah. Shannon Sharp, who was
1: that? No, no, no. Skip is our hater, number one hater. <laughs> yeah, of
0: course. It was Shannon Sharp. But it's another media personnel that was picking the Lakers. I just can't remember the name.
1: But Shannon was the main defender, for sure. Yes,
0: yes. It, Shannon was for sure the top Laker fan. Um. I wouldn't even say Laker fan to be honest. I think he's more of a LeBron fan to be honest. More
1: LeBron.
0: <laughs> so you know, this championship for our team means everything because we overcame a lot of the odds. You know, these people saying that the Clippers is just so much more better than the Lakers. You know, um, just from going to
1: torch Caruso.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and let's go. And if even if you go back, let's talk about how. They doubted Rob. They've doubted Genie, and and let's be real, Laker Nation has too.
1: Yes, definitely. Even even me, I doubted. I had my sincere doubts after seeing LeBron go down with the groin injury mm-hmm. the season before, which was his first as a Laker, and then seeing Lonzo Ball and the rest of the guys, you know, fall to injuries or unfortunately choke in the yeah. decisive hard moments. Mm-hmm. It was a really, it was a big low blow, not only to uh, Lakers fans, but also to Bronz, uh, to Bronzigo, putting it this way, and he came back stronger. I mean, he literally quieted me, and he won me over. Not at the same level, Kobe will always have in my heart, but he won me over as a, I can definitely respect you as a Laker, as a Laker player, as an almost assured Laker great even though you played for Cleveland most of your career and a little bit for Miami. Yeah. I can definitely respect you as a part of one of our own now. You delivered and you worked hard and you backed your words up.
0: Wherever or however you're listening to this podcast right now, you should take a moment and check out Stitcher. Those of you listening to Stitcher already get why. But those of you who don't, Stitcher is a free podcast app for iPhone and Android and home to over 260,000 podcasts. Stitcher also has smart recommendations, playlists, a car mode, and even a sleep timer. While the Stitcher app is free to use, they also offer a premium subscription called Stitcher Premium that has exclusive bonus episodes from top shows, exclusive shows from top hosts, and ad-free all for $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to Stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today and use promo code CROSSOVER on a monthly plan to get your first month free. Like comedy, you can listen to exclusive archives from Comedy Bang Bang, WTF with Mark Moron, How Did This Get Made, or bonus episodes from Office Ladies or Bitch Sesh, plus many more on Stitcher Premium. Like true crime, you can listen to exclusive archives from Criminology or bonus episodes for True Crime Garage or ad-free episodes for My Favorite Murder or Marvel's Wolverine plus many more on Stitcher Premium. Like pop culture, you can listen to exclusive bonus episodes from Getting Curious with jonathan Van Ness or Levar Burton reads, plus get early access to episodes of The Dream, plus many more on Stitcher Premium. Yes, I I agree because LeBron was not my favorite. Ooh, he was not my favorite. I couldn't stand him at all. I couldn't stand his ass, especially when he went to Miami and that whole debacle of not one, not two, not, oh my gosh. That's what started my hatred.
1: <laughs> In that era, that era of Miami, you wanted to see them lose so badly. I remember that one. And uh, But now that he's one of us, it's like, oh, why did I waste all my energy hating on him? When ironically, years later, he's now one of us. Right. And he chose, what I admire and respect about that is he chose to suit up for us in a moment where no free agent or no star player wanted to suit up for us. Facts. Everybody was laughing at us. They were saying, uh, oh, you're going to get knocked out in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You won't even make the playoffs. And the Clippers were torching us every season, literally, and they were saying, we run L.A., we run L.A. Mm -hmm. For the championships, you're just beating us in the season games. So you don't run the city.
0: Right, right, right. That definitely – brought a different level of respect to LeBron for me because like you said nobody wanted to suit up for us he came and had that mission that goal to put the franchise back to where it used to be um unfortunately the first season we came up short due to injuries um but the second season did this man not deliver and deliver in a big way along with AD
1: yes he did I mean uh AD is everything you can ever ask for it's like a You're asking for, like, a younger new version of Shaq without exaggerating. Mm -hmm. But he's never going to reach Shaq's legacy. I mean, Shaq wrote his story, so let's let AD write his without comparing him. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we got AD, it was like, oh, stay healthy, big man, stay healthy. (laughs) And boy, did he stay healthy. He stayed healthy almost all season. Very, Very little games he missed, and Braun also missed very little games. When we got him in the trade, I was optimistic except for his health. But Mm -hmm. he proved me wrong, which is something I'm really happy for. And when I also respected AD more because he uh, stepped it up and he also assumed leadership of the team with Braun. Every time we would lose a game, he would always say, me and Braun as a team leaders, which is something like, thank you for putting the weight on your shoulders. That's something only very few privileged players will do. Acknowledge leadership
0: right right that's that is very true and that's that's another respect factor um when we traded for ad i (laughs) i can't lie i'm not gonna lie to you in laker nation i'm not gonna lie to y'all if you've been listening to this podcast you know i'm a fan of bi i was a fan of the young core um so it kind of stung a little bit because i'm like damn we just giving up the young core and what if this don't work i had my reservations about how this would work um I'm not going to say I'm to the point where I'm like, forget them kids. Um, <laughs> which most Laker, uh, Laker Nation is like, forget them kids. Um, but it paid. It paid off in the first year. Like, one thing I could say about this team is so amazing was the chemistry. Like, I've never seen a team gel, right, Me the neither. way they gel.
1: Me neither. It was like a wow, unbelievable chemistry. And when the roster was first announced, I was like, "Why are we training the you know the young core away?" Mm-hmm. But in the end, it was necessary. Mm-hmm. And uh, ironically, during my last visit back home to Cali,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I purchased a Lonzo Ball jersey. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, and then when I bragged it off coming back uh, here to the to the GUA, I bragged it off uh, at one of my former jobs and. Uh, one guy who was actually a Lakers fan like me, he was, like, saying, you shouldn't have done that because Lonzo's getting traded. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> okay. But then eventually the trade paid off. I mean, we got AD. We got Danny, even though he let us down in game five. But his defense is something that you're always going to respect. Mm-hmm. KCP, my goodness. Ooh, we slandered turnaround. him all season. What a yes. turnaround. Kuz oh he was a bipolar relationship but <laughs> but he got the job done defensively he got the job done mm-hmm. and Dwight what a redemption story yes what a redemption story yes and uh who else Rondo the second man to win it all with Boston and now with the Lakers yeah. I wish we can keep him but I don't know if he's going to want to stay and if he doesn't stay I trust Blanca to. a get a better option on on the free agency now that we won't have certain two guys to sabotage us
0: (laughs) yes i i i agree with that for sure too and it's like this is going to be a different free agency also because a lot of the guys that helped us win this championship are now free agents and then we got to kind of pick and choose who we want you know to bring in who we want to let go um rondo i couldn't stand his ass and the, during the season oh my gosh he who he was my league's favorite player i couldn't stand him i couldn't he just was the worst but then you know, playoffs come and i'm like this playoff rondo thing i need to believe it i need to see it to believe it right yep. and it happened and i'm like okay i literally went on live looked dead into the camera and was like i'm a believer
1: <laughs> oh yeah, when it came when it came to Rondo, I was I had my dabs too because every time he would turn it over during the season, I was like, "What are you doing? What are you right. doing? Get right. back on track!" And when we beat the Clippers at full strength, mm-hmm. every time the Clippers would come back or make or take the lead, it was because he was on the court. So I was like, "Rondo, get out, get out, get out! <laughs> I don't want to be swept by these guys who just talk the talk." and have no history right but playoffs came I'm like okay shut me up right now <laughs> Portland came uh, you're not done you're not done yet right uh, Houston came You're you're almost there Denver came whoa you actually can get there <laughs> Miami came you did it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure For sure, I I agree. And, you know, going back to the media, it's so crazy how they painted the Lakers to be, like, a fifth seed. Because if you look at ESPN rankings, right, they had, like, the Bucks, the Jazz, the Clippers, um, Denver, all ahead of the Lakers.
1: Even the runners-up were ahead of us, too. Right. (laughs) And uh, so – but guess what? Uh, the irony is, where was Mr. MVP when Jimmy torched him? Right. Where no. was Mr. Defensive Player of the Year when Jimmy was telling him you can't guard me? And then later on the post-game interviews, is that the co—is that what the coach is trying to tell me? Guard Jimmy? <laughs> yes, he is. He's torching you. So right. uh, what are you doing, standing the statue? instead of guarding him or forcing him to take tough shots that he may or may not miss. Mm -hmm. But no, no, no. If the coach doesn't tell me it's my job to do it, I'm not going to do it. Compared to the real MVP. Okay. Murray's giving my, me and my team trouble. I'm on him. Jimmy's giving me and my team trouble. I'm on him. Mm -hmm. Last Clippers game, which was the restart in the bubble first day of the bubble. Okay, Kawhi, I'm sick of the media trash-talking that I can't guard you. I'm on you during the entire game. I'm going to score less. Everything, The scoring credits are going to go to AD and the rest of the team, but I'm going to lock you and Paul George down. And that's exactly what he did. Yes. So I that, all of that earned, a, earned more respect than me. And uh, now regarding – Giannis, again, winning the MVP. I mean, how are you going to award MVP to a guy who got beaten by the finals MVP in the ultimate showdown in L.A.? Mm -hmm. Plus, how are you going to give Defensive Player of the Year to him when the real Defensive Player of the Year is making it past all rounds against tough players like Lillard, Harden, Murray, Joker, jimmy and bam at a bio and he's working he's working off to block them yeah and he even risked a serious ankle injury in order to get the job done
0: right right that is very 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 true and that's key because i was shocked when you know Giannis is talking about oh i only go out or do what the coach tells me to do no when this guy is torching your team you call yourself the mvp you call yourself the defensive player of the year? <laughs> you show that. That's when you go. Is oh, oh okay. Listen, you, you're not gonna torch my team. Let me pick you up 94 feet <laughs> if I have to. You know what I'm saying? 100. You know, and he he shied away from that, and that's weird to me. And then you know the media gave him that. You know that was their the media's darling, right? And you go and you you know you give executive of the year to the Clippers.
1: <laughs> like, why? The only thing they ever did was ruin our chances. I mean, putting it this way, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, lied to us? Mm-hmm. They were never going to sign with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a let's, let's just manipulate the Lakers into believing we're going there. Well, mm-hmm. we're in reality going to the other L.A. Right. Okay. Okay, you hit us. Okay, you manipulated us. You lied to us. You beat us in the first two rounds, mm-hmm. but when but when the beast woke up in the other two, there was no sweep. At full strength, you got beaten, and you got beaten in the restart. Right in a bubble, where Avery Bradley, our best perimeter defender, said, "I'm not going back." hmm And uh, now. This was no cakewalk. Okay. If we, we did not want to avoid the Clippers. It's not the Lakers' fault. Clippers did not get the work done in game <laughs> seven. Right. And it's not the Clippers' and it's not the Lakers' fault that 10 years absent in the finals and an overall adding the six in playoffs absence, mm-hmm. you couldn't get the work done or in your first chip. And in your best season possible after Lop City, with Kawhi, Paul George, Trez, and even uh, Marcus Morris in your ranks, you still can't get it done. Right, right. So why are you talking? Even right now, offseason, we, we got Ty Lue, a former oh. Lakers player, a former Lakers player who won two chips thanks to Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. I barely even remember his existence until his Lakers pass was brought up. Mm-hmm. And he also said, but then they're going to come back. He won a ring with LeBron in Cleveland. You mean LeBron gave him the ring? Mm-hmm. LeBron and Kyrie gave him the ring. Because <laughs> after Bron left to join us, zero and six.
0: Right. What do you think he's going to do with that Clipper
1: team? Nothing. I don't know. Right now, what happens with clippers most of the times is gonna be ignored. Why is that? This was their chance to get it done. They didn't walk the walk nor talk the talk. Right. I mean, but they gonna blame it the bubble. <laughs> they're gonna
0: blame it on the bubble. They're gonna be like, oh, well, you know, last year it was a bubble, it was this. You know the media is going to make so many excuses for this team when they plain out just didn't get the job done, like period, point blank, no excuses, Paul George talking about mental issues and all this stuff. You're not the only person that was in that bubble. Okay. (laughs) So all that, I don't want to hear that. And I'm not trying to sound insensitive because mental health is a real issue. Right. But they're talking the way they're talking to me, in my opinion, is as if they're the only ones going through, that they were the only ones going through that bubble scenario, when in fact twenty two other teams had to go to the bubble.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely, it's like, a, imagine us fans the pain of not being able to see normal games on TV or in the arenas, mm-hmm. and our idols literally separated from us, how many miles away from us? And uh, you have to watch them in action, but you can't be there cheering them on. Right. That's kind of critical, and, and it's like a mental issue, too. Mm-hmm. Now, regarding regarding Paul George's words that during every time they would lose, it's like, Paul, wake up. Right. Uh, you choked it out in game seven. You hit the backboard, unfortunately. <laughs> Way, Not off <laughs> Way off P. Way off P, backboard George. <laughs> but, uh, and also Kawhi. I mean, you were, you were literally brought into the Clippers to be their leader, their star player, but why were you sitting out games? It's like, <laughs> imagine if LeBron does that in the Lakers, we would be harsh on him. Or if right. Vady did that with the Lakers, we would be like, no, no, no. Get up and suit up and go play. Right. If you're healthy, suit up and play. Right. Even with the pandemic, uh, if let's say there's no pandemic, for example – if I'm if I'm feeling well, it's my normal it's my normal obligation to go out there and work.
0: Right, right. and the, and, and the media actually killed the Lakers for that. If I don't know if you remember, but they're saying stuff like, oh, you know, the Lakers, they're taking the regular season two series. And I'm like, what? What does that mean? But tell me, what does that mean? I don't understand it. It's like us regular folks, right? We're not celebrities. There's no regular off season or, or playoffs for us. But let's just say for instance you're working in a job where there's a peak season, right? So mm-hmm. during the whole thing you're just just laid back and you're chilling, right? And then like let's say a resort, right? And you know the peak season comes around, which is summer usually, and then all of a sudden you're working extra hard. That doesn't fly by in a resort. You know what I'm saying? As regular people, you have to go to work whether it's an off season a regular season, it doesn't matter. It just, the same work ethic applies. So for the fact of them s- to say that, oh, you know, the Lakers are taking the regular, se- the regular season too serious. So you're telling me they're taking their job too serious. Like that's their job.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely because uh, regular season is practically your ticket to make it right. to the postseason. Let's say out of 82 games under normal circumstances, you win 60 or 50 or, or let's say a 62, for example, and you lose the others, but you still have a good record to make it through. And depending on your rank, you're going to go either as a number one seed, your division, and you're going to be the division champion or division mm-hmm. winner. Mm-hmm. And then that depends on how you're going to keep going until you make it to the conference semifinals and then the finals. And if you're strong enough mentally, you'll make it to the finals and possibly win them. Right. The NBA finals is like a serious game of chess, right. a very serious game of chess. You want to predict it, but sometimes your prediction turns out to be incorrect mm-hmm. because uh, you never know if players are going to go up on clutch, are going to miss an important shot like unfortunately happened to Danny in game five, oh, Lord! or you're not going to. <laughs> Or you're not going to expect, a, for example, putting it this way, Paul George messing up a backboard shot again. Mm-hmm. Or, LeBron, or LeBron, let's say, uh, failing to catch his rebound when we beat the Clippers and restart.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's true. It is a game of chess. It's a toss-up. Um, this bubble season, this bubble championship, was a, a, a game of mental toughness if you ask me, because you're in the bubble for a hundred days, right? That's tough. So for, for someone to sit here and say that this is not a real championship, I've heard Marcellus Wiley was, I think it was him that said it was half a championship. Like what?
1: Half. No. Half. I disagree. I disagree. I've even had to read comments like uh, this league was, this season was rigged for the Lakers. I'm like, How is it rigged? And then whenever they throw jabs, because he had to win it for Kobe. No, no, no. Don't ever mention my goat's name that way. Yes. This chip was won in his honor, but it was not easy. At all. Damien Damien literally made us hold our breaths Mm -hmm. during the entire Portland series. We had to struggle not to pull our hairs out when Harden was sent to the free throw line the entire Houston series. We had to pray Joker and Murray would get tired. And we yes. had to we had to and we literally had to scratch our heads in figuring out how to stop Jimmy from shooting buckets, mm-hmm. how to stop Crowder's dirty play, and how <laughs> to stop and how to stop Robinson and Harrow from talking too much rookie stuff like if they were pros so it was not easy at all and regarding asterisk it's not our fault the season had to be transferred to a bubble what would you prefer a full cancellation or a bubble right so
0: let me ask you this if the clippers right were the one to win the championship instead of the lakers they're not talking asterisk
1: no definitely no had it been um, had it been the Clippers, the Rockets, or Miami? Oh, what a wonderful championship! Excellent champions. The Lakers couldn't get it done. LeBron choked in the playoffs. He's now three and seven in the finals. <laughs> had, it, had LeBron made it to the finals and that actual seven appeared, but no, he's four and six. Unfortunately, the six, but that's a different story. Right. He got ring number four in his career. That meant number 17 for us. He was finals MVP. I mean, he proved to us diehard fans, Lakers fans, that he could get it done with us.
0: Right.
1: Rings with three different teams, just like Danny got it done, John Sally, and uh, Robert Ori, our great Robert Ory, number five. Big shout-out. Sure so, there, huh? They got the job done with different other teams and Braun did it. And to put the icing on the cake, four finals MVPs with those different teams. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna how are you not gonna tell me that's not historic? Right. Right. Is the hate true. towards LeBron or towards us?
0: Yes. And and that's that's that is The greatest part about it, because you have this franchise that everybody hates. Everybody freaking hates the Lakers. I don't know why. Well, actually, I do know why. We always win it. So everybody hates the Lakers. And then you got this great player in LeBron. And you put them together. Oh, man, this this hate
1: is phenomenal. I love it. It feels great. But not even Kobe was hated that much. I mean, Kobe was only hated whenever he had to face him in the court. Whenever he had to face him on the court, and and whenever he put on that killer face, that killer snarl of Black Mamba's activated, Mm -hmm. it was like, have mercy or I hate you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, I found that attitude in LeBron similar this season because LeBron was like, Kobe, this is for you. Kobe, this is for you. Kobe, this is for you. And it was an all-new LeBron that you were like, whoa, you didn't show this attitude in Cleveland nor in Miami. Yeah. I mean, in Cleveland and Miami, you would be like, oh, I did it, so now let's keep working. Oh, no, I failed. But but this time, and ever since he's worn the Lakers uniform, it's like, I failed? Okay. Bash me all you want, and the next few games later, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. That's what, That's an all-new, different LeBron. I, I don't know if he's embraced the harshness of Lakers nation, or that eventually earned him, earned him our respect, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think a lot of things earned his respect. I think one of the main things, too, was Kobe actually, you know, giving that blessing. You know, Kobe saying that, hey, he's, he's family. And I think a lot of fans, including myself, like, okay, Kobe saying it's cool. This is my goal. <laughs> you know, my go is saying it's cool. I'm going to go with what he's saying, and I trust him and uh when kobe did that i said okay let me let me back off let me see what he can do and you know he proved to me you know in the first season i was like okay brian you're doing your thing you're doing your thing you're working hard and you know what changed and really really clicked for me is when we 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 got i guess we was out of contention for playoffs and he got on social media and he made that post and he's like Laker Nation I promise you I'm gonna get you back to where you are. So for him to make that promise. And now, here we are. We're sitting here in 2020. And this man has
1: delivered. Wow. That's speaking. <laughs> I mean, when he, made, when he made that post, I was like, quit talking. Just, just back it, it up. Mm-hmm. Just back it up. Uh, I, I'm a diehard Kobe fan. I took my goat's word to embrace you. Yep. Now, pay it forward pay yep. it forward and and I was really harsh on you know I was really harsh on him and he he was human that season mm-hmm. and uh, and since due to the hype and his reputation and his legacy I was like you got to prove it here in Lake Show if you don't yes. prove it here in Lake Show it's worthless mm-hmm. and uh came this season I still remembered his words and I'm like back up those words back up those words. We lost opening day against the Clippers. It was a, uh, I was Goku and Vegeta mode. unfortunately. <laughs> Stung. And uh, Christmas Day game, it was like, how is it possible that we cannot beat these guys? Right. They're our little, they're our little brother. <laughs> they're, they're worthless next to us. How can we not beat them? And then uh. But the season kept going. We kept on winning, falling, but it was like, okay, something is clicking that you're making me accept you, Ron. Something Mm -hmm. there is clicking that's making me accept you. I don't know if it's because your respect for Kobe or your partnership with AD or if it's both, but something's clicking that this cold-hearted attitude towards you is melting away. Right. Unfortunately, January twenty sixth came, and uh, I wanted to take it as a joke, but in reality, but unfortunately, it was real. And then when Braun's when the when it was when uh, face showed that he was broken, plus his reactions, it was like, okay, thank you for your respects, but I want you to keep proving a little bit more that you're now part of Lake Show. His speech uh, on Kobe's tribute, it hit me. It hit me. And I was like, okay, you're slowly understanding the true value of Lake or nation. And you're truly understanding that this is not Cleveland and Miami. Right. This is some place where uh, we bond together and we stick together. And uh, playoffs came. It was like, okay, you're our leader. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. I'm behind you. And, uh, Kobe said it, we're right behind you, we're right behind you, he mm-hmm. said it, he gave us, he gave you his blessing, so let's go for it, right. and you got the job done, and on top of that, finals MVP, me and my older brother from here in Guatemala, and he, he lives in a Honduras right now, but we're both LA natives, mm-hmm. it was like, what can we say about Braun? the man got it done, and we're eternally thankful, yes. and Every time I wear my Bron jersey, it's like I'm wearing Kobe and Bron together.
0: Yeah, I haven't brought myself to bring to buy a Bron jersey yet because I haven't gotten a Kobe jersey yet. So I won't buy a Bron jersey until I get a Kobe jersey, and I—that's just a thing that I—I I, I don't know. I have a D jersey, but I—I I can't buy a Bron jersey until I get a Kobe jersey, and Kobe jerseys are really hard to get right now. <laughs> Definitely.
1: The only way I got lucky with getting some Kobe merchandise was when my mom went without me back for a vacation because mm-hmm. my aunt lives in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, last time she went, I was like, please get me some Lakers merchandise. Many, that was many years ago. I think during Kobe's early years as 24, mm-hmm. she bought me a purple shirt that was Kobe's 24. And that one, I refuse to wear it because it's too holy. (laughs) It's too sacred for me alongside with my, with my Shaq white Jersey. And, uh, plus a Carl Malone Jersey, even though he doesn't deserve a place in Lakers history at all. And uh, plus my Lonzo ball Jersey that I bought in person last year when I was back home. And, uh, alongside the lakers minneapolis jacket multiple laker hats yeah and a lakers sweatshirt really long sh- shirt sports shirt i got a lot of merchandise yeah, yeah. and uh, i got two brawn jerseys one i keep it as with my museum of merchandise and the other one i i wear it until i wear it down and <laughs> probably say lake show even though it's not a kobe jersey but this guy gave us number 17.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's coming soon. I mean, I know a lot of, of people that know me personally like no way. Are you really saying you're going to buy a bronze jersey? Yeah, eventually I'm a, I'm going to get one. Um, but real quick, you know, before we come towards the end of the show, I definitely want to get into some of these rumors that that's been swirling around, you know, um mm-hmm. a lot of the the I want to say the 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 who is it? Rondo to Clippers and you know, KCP's contract is up. Um, Chris Paul and the Lakers, um, I think it was another one I was thinking of. Uh, but mainly that Chris Paul to so the Lakers. How do you feel about that? I personally, I don't want him on the Lakers. Laker Room Podcast is sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. Thrive has awarded over $1,300,000 in prizes since launching in 2018. Use promo code CROSSOVER when you sign up today, and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy. From the App Store or Google Play Store, or by visiting their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today.
1: Well, that's a tough call to make because, uh, in the end, the one who's going to be the boss on that one is going to be Polenka himself. But yeah. giving him an opinion as a fan, as a as a fan diehard, definitely not. I mean, he's a he's a good friend of bronze and all, but. Excuse me, Mister. You had a very serious past with the Clippers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not just your <laughs> serious past with the Clippers, but uh, you got into brawls with Rondo. You got into brawls with many of our own, and oh. you would, and you would literally taunt us multiple times during our dark years when you wore the Clippers jersey. So that's going to be hard to forget. Yeah, no grudges or anything, but. Uh, and besides, we gotta we gotta give up too much for you. Your con your cap is way too high. Not just a high cap, but uh who are we gonna trade for in this roster? This roster bonded a lot. Right. And you're gonna come here to ruin your to ruin it with your temper? That's what concerns me in saying no to CP three.
0: Right. I agree. And, and and to me too, he he's kind of injury prone. Let's not leave that out. Um, He's older, we definitely don't need to get any older We need to get younger Because, you know, as Bron goes towards retirement We need another player that's going to help us carry the team I think we kind of, at this point We kind of got to think of longevity also, right? We have AD, and that's our foundation Um, But to keep him happy We need to surround him with players that he can see himself playing with for years not just, you know, Chris Paul's like 35, so he probably got about three or four more years, maybe, right? Um, depending on his injury, you know, he's very injury prone. Um, so to me, I would want to look at somebody, a younger star, to match up AD with when you know LeBron's time is up. We also don't know what Bron's gonna do. Bron got what one more year left on his contract of next year, right?
1: I think it's two more years. Two this more is his second season, he signed for four.
0: Oh, I, saw, I thought he signed three. See, I'm tripping. So, he got two more years. <laughs> so, what is he going to do after that? So, we got two years to kind of figure it out. And then we do have the cap space, too. Um, but I think we just got to kind of be, you know, longevity-wise. I don't want to see CP3 on the team, although he's a nice player. I don't want to see Terrence Ross, either.
1: Definitely. You want to see, see players that are going to want to, you know, suit up for the mm-hmm. Lakers. Yes. They're not just going to be like, oh, give me my money and I'll suit up for you. No, 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 no. Lakers uniform. I think it was someone who told me about this days ago. That uniform is not for everybody. That uniform is for certain people who knows how to handle pressure. Like Mamba himself may rest in peace. Shaq. And right now, Braun and AD and Rondo. So Mm -hmm. if you want to wear the Lakers uniform, Look at it as you're gonna be wearing something that you're gonna represent with pride. And uh now regarding again free agency, that's once again, it's gonna be it's tough because Palenka's in charge. He's gonna know better than all of us. Right. But uh I would I would let's say choose Bradley Beal, but he already chickened out, yeah. He wants to stay in Washington.
0: Right. Right, that is true. That's his loss at the end of the day. But then, you know, you're going to have players now that, that this is a championship team, right? You're going to have players now that's flocking to become a Laker. And and that's why I brought up Terrence Ross because I don't know if you've seen a post where it was Markeith Morris and it was when he first became a Laker and they were hyping him up. um, He's smiling or whatever. And Terrence Ross came under the comments and like, you know, this looks like fun. But no, 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 bro. You were the one when – when Bron came to the Lakers, he was the one that said, Oh, the Lakers are nothing but the Cavs of the
1: West. Cavs <laughs> of the West. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Definitely. If you're going <laughs> to diss us, then definitely there's a door. There's a door. We don't, like I said earlier, Lake Show Nation, at least a diehard one like me, mm-hmm. we do not want players who are not going to give their all for the team. If you're going to be a, a Kwame Brown, a Chrisman, <laughs> or a let's say a Dwight Howard from 2012, yeah. forget it. Yeah. No, no. Or if you're going to be Luke Walton as player and coach, <laughs> no, 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 no. Or if you're going to be Ty Lue, forget it. Yeah. yeah. I do not want you – I do not want to see you in purple and gold. That uniform is sacred, and it was made legendary – in Minneapolis, and Immortal and hell like
0: Right. Yeah, and for you to diss the team, and now all of a sudden you see the glow up, and now you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that looks like fun. Nah, you should have kept your mouth shut. And if you felt like they were the Cavs of the West, keep that internal, but you're trying to be funny. And now all of a sudden, you're talking about, yeah, that looks like fun. Yes, he's a nice player. Let's be real. He's a good player. Um, will he fit on us? He may very well fit with us, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just becoming unforgiving to these players that's talking to trash and now trying to join
1: (laughs) me too me too because it's like uh, during those 10 years of darkness how many of you guys laughed at us how many of you guys sneered at us and how many of you guys said uh, oh we're gonna beat you up easily and you would do so and you would mock us but now that braun breathed new life into us you want to join us no we don't need you. Yeah. DeRozan, you. too. De,
0: you remember when DeRozan came from Toronto, and I believe he was a free agent, and a Laker fan was like, um, oh, you know, join a Lake show. And he's like, hell no.
1: Oh. Nah. I didn't pay attention to that one, but had I seen it, it would be like, <laughs> never in my life do I want to see you in the Lakers. uniform. Yeah. Because, a uh, You've already got to know me a lot, on, not just on Twitter, but also here on the broadcast. Yeah. I'm very little tolerant with guys who don't give their all. Yes. And uh, when it comes to, when it comes to, let's say, giving your all, I mean, uh, you're not going to be, you know, Kobe. I'm not going to put that pressure on you. You're going right. to be yourself, but I want you to respect the legacy Kobe left behind, and Magic, Kareem, and Shaq before him, and many others right but don't step on kobe's legacy like it doesn't mean anything Mm -hmm. kobe is our goat no matter what i mean no disrespect to magic and all our other legends but mamba he would play for us with broken heels broken ankles broken fingers and he still delivered five yep and yep. was MVP in two of those. Yep. Even though, in my opinion, he should have been in the MVP in all five. But that's a different story. No disrespect to Shaq either.
0: Right. Right. And, and you know what? Well, speaking of Shaq, um, now that you said something about Shaq, Shaq is out here talking spicy about Dwight. <sighs> Shaq.
1: It's like, Shaq, come on, big man. You're better than this. <laughs> Noah, I'm not going to... You're. No one's ever going to take your place as my number two Laker favorite, mm-hmm. but that was just out of hand. I right. mean, yes, Dwight had a terrible season years ago with us, but he was given a second chance, and it was thanks to him that we locked down a dangerous guy like Joker. Had Dwight not been in that series, I don't think we would have survived it. Right. For and, uh, Dwight was getting into Joker's head and he got it and he literally shut down Joker the entire series every time they were on the court together. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, he also played a big part because when JaVale was struggling, who stepped up? Dwight. hmm Dwight literally overtook JaVale's place until then, uh. He started falling down again, and it was like Markeith, save us with your three-pointers and your defense. And AD goes to the center, and we see the best out of him. So, Shaq, as much as we love you and respect you, that was out of hand. The man redeemed himself. He won he played an important part in this chip. He he may not be remembered as much as Braun A. D or Rondo or all our other legends and unnamed legends like. Fisher or Ori or AC Green but Mm -hmm. he's part of our history two spells and in his second spell he got it done yeah yeah
0: I agree I'm like you're better than this let's not let's not do that give the man his props give the Lakers their props and move on if you feel some type of way about Dwight once again keep that internal with the fans the world don't need to hear that we really don't care definitely (laughs)
1: And uh, it was like Shaq, don't piss me off because I don't want to remember how angry I was with you all those years ago when you decided to join Miami. Ironically, our opponent and Bronze former team, and the Celtics. Uh huh, and the Celtics. <laughs> but the one that hurt me the most was him going to Miami because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember being a young teenager. Mm-hmm. I remember being a young teenager, and it was like, Shaq to Miami. What? Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. Him and Kobe are unstoppable. Why, why are they going to break it? I'm used to seeing him and Kobe together and torch everybody in their path. So why is he going? And then as I grew older and older and older, I eventually realized the entire story. But in the end, it was a benefit for Kobe because – Again, no disrespect to my big man 34, but we saw who the real MVP was.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Man, this has been a crazy series. And I'm so, so happy that we finally got 17 and we tied the Celtics. We, you know, did everything the media and everyone else said we wouldn't do. Um, The Clippers looked like trash. So that was great. (laughs) Oh <laughs> uh, that's always, you know, the ice on the cake, when you can just crap all over the Clippers the way we have.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, literally, during b- before the season started, after they acquired Kawhi and, excuse the laughs, Pablito himself, <laughs> it was like <laughs> – Okay, okay. Well now we're going to have to deal with you guys laughing at us, mm-hmm. and we have to endure you guys claiming that Pablito is going to dominate AD. Okay, right, right. Okay, okay. Let's see what happens on Showdown. Showdown, round one came, we know the story, and then round two. But then came round three. It was like the Lakers, LeBron said, You guys are not going for the sweep. Right. No sweep here. And I remember that days before the game, I was concerned. I was so concerned. It was like, these guys cannot sweep us. These guys cannot sweep us. And uh, I was tweeting like crazy, saying, <laughs> if we got to go down against these guys, I want to go down fighting. I don't want to go down choking like the first two games. Right. But uh, LeBron and AD were just monsters in that full strength game. Yes. Beyond monsters.
0: Flippers fans,
1: who I trash-talked uh, before and after the game, they were after the game mostly. They were saying, oh, you guys won that one thanks to Avery Bradley. <laughs> a win is a win. A win is a win. You guys sh- shoved the first two down our throats. Now handle this one, your unbeaten record when healthy, like a, like men. Right. i had to suck up the two – L's, the first two L's and you guys are going to complain that oh you guys won because of Avery Bradley okay Mm -hmm. round four in the restart oh you guys won because it was a lucky game no 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 Braun caught his rebound and played hardcore defense on Kawhi and Paul George game over and game over Mm -hmm. Paul George missed the winning shot choking again
0: Okay, well, yeah, that's why I said like this, the season has just been everything. Um, Just being able to do what we did against the Clippers, prove everybody wrong, get number 17. I'm a happy Lakers fan, right about now.
1: Me too. <laughs> what, what was supposed to be Clippers' first ended up being Lakers' 17.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm hoping we get 18 next year. The league is going to get better. You know, the, the Splash Brothers are going to come back. They're going to make – you know, there's de- going to be definitely players that's going to be moved around. Um, It's going to get tougher. I don't know what it's going to look like with the scenario of fans being in attendance or travel or however this season is going to go. Um, I just hope we're in contention for 18. It's a healthy you know, season for us. And the whole NBA, although we know injuries happen, um, man, <laughs> it's been a while.
1: This, this season is going to be tough, especially yeah. uh, not just Splash Brothers coming aboard, but it's also uh, Durant and Kyrie. Oh, People yes. Are hyping them. People are hyping them too much. It's like, a, all right, Kevin, I know you were the best guy on the Warriors, Mm-hmm. but no disrespect to you for me the real leader of the warriors his name is Stephen curry yeah. that's for me the leader but then uh clay went down and they got exposed you they got exposed big time so now that's where the question comes up was durant actually the leader and the star player and the mvp mm-hmm. or was it or indeed was it like i said curry himself but now that Durant is away from the Warriors. It's going to be super tough for his career to resume like a monster. That right. injury he had against Kawhi and the Raptors in 2019 was, was really messy. It mm-hmm. cost him the entire last season. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie, there's not much I can say about him. There's not much I can say about him other than uh, remembering his 2016 performance. I don't know why he and Braun are on bad terms right now. But uh, mostly I'm focused. I just want to focus on the Lakers and the possibility to get 18. Mm -hmm. If we look at if we look at the opponents, it'll be like, it's giving. it. In my opinion, it's like giving them too much attention and energy. I want to focus on what we got right now, but if we have to look at the opponent, for sure, Warriors and Nets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, you know, we're going to see. We're to see what happens. And I'm so thankful for you to jump on the show with me. Um, this has been fun. And I definitely want to get you back on. Hopefully, we can get you on Sportscaster um, next time. Again, I do that every Sunday at 6 p.m. For those of you who don't know, I've been missing a few Sundays because I don't know. I'm just enjoying this championship <laughs>
1: right now. We all are. Yes. we all are i still can't stop watching videos of the celebration
0: <laughs> i've been missing out you know this is probably like one of the first podcasts i'm doing since the championship because i've just been like yo we are really champions right now
1: this is crazy <laughs> and uh, i just wanted to add something else uh recently uh a friend of mine he he saw one of my pick, one of my Lakers pictures on my phone on my WhatsApp status and he was automatically saying, oh, do you do know that you guys didn't deserve it." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! What are you saying? You heard me. You guys didn't deserve it. And why are you saying that? They had to gift wrap it to wrap it to you. Uh-uh. First of all, it was well deserved. Not my fault that though, that everything else happened. Yeah. If you got negative energy, just get out of my sight. Right. I I don't wanna deal with your negative energy and nothing you're gonna say or do will change the fact. Lakers are the champions. Right. And I don't know if you saw those tweets of mine, but I did tweet multiple times in the past that if the Lakers won, I was gonna play the Lion King song (laughs) where Simba becomes king, and <laughs> I did it, and still do, and I get the chills. But the day the championship was won, I literally cried my eyes out while saying "Kobe" three times, playing that song. Three times, the three times I said "Kobe" while falling out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel it. I felt it. I, man, I. If you guys are not following me on Instagram, um, go ahead and follow me at Laker underscore pod. I had did like a live video and I swear my voice is cracking and I'm just like, Kobe, oh, this is for you. Oh my God. So it was, it was emotional, you know, it was an emotional time for us Laker fans and for the city of Los Angeles. Let's just, you know, being natives for, for us being natives. Um, I got friends that's Laker fans that's not from Los Angeles, but, it, you know, being from that city, it really, really hits different. It really does. It does. So, you know, where can the people find you at?
1: Me? Yes. Uh, Well, right now, currently on, Guatemala City, Guatemala, (laughs) Central America. So, uh, But I do plan on going back home. uh, I don't know how soon, but I do miss (laughs) Ellen. And, uh, yes, y'all can find me on Twitter as uh, my last name, Zanaledi, capital A, as in Aldo Zaniletti.
0: Okay. Yes. Give him a follow, cause oh my God, he is a good time. I promise you, he's like what I be thinking. I'm like, is he in my mind right now? <laughs> I was actually thinking this. We have a lot of interaction on Twitter, so it was actually beautiful and fun to bring you on tonight's show. And I hope that you're back on.
1: You Definitely. I look forward. I look forward to uh seeing you again and more Thanks. guests and. Uh, if Alex can have me on his show, too, or if I can be on both of your shows at the same time, yeah. that would be great, because um, right now, you guys and Lake Show are my main connection from here, where I'm at abroad right now, yes. and uh, being a Lakers fan here in a foreign country where my Latino roots, where my Latino Hispanic roots are from, mm-hmm. it's kind of difficult, because Many people here are mostly soccer fans. Right. They barely watch basketball, and if they do watch basketball, they're mostly uh, they're mostly supporting, let's say, Warriors or uh, the other popular teams. Right. And they mostly hate a lot of LA teams, so I don't know why. I don't know why it's real hard being a LA sports uh, fan here in Guatemala. Yeah, my Latino roots, but uh, I'm proud of them. I mean, I'm proud of both my, my both my countries and uh, proud to represent my favorite sports team here in my Latino roots.
0: Yes, absolutely. And if y'all don't know, Laker on Podcast is a part of the Crossover Network. Go ahead and follow them at Crossover365 on Twitter and Instagram. And also go ahead and follow me on Inst- oh, well, not Instagram, on Twitter at r a e underscore g 33 where you can get my live tweets, you can get links to the podcast, and just a good time. Aldo, thank you again for joining the show. Do you have any last thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, big shout out to all my Lake shows back uh, back home, overall in the in the U.S., and also a big shout out to my to my native city, and a big you know big big embrace to my country to my red wine and blue flag and my beautiful native city of los angeles keep you in my heart every day and lake show keep in mind 17 finally arrived home after a decade
0: yes sir with that being said that's the inner lake room podcast and we are out